uh, next episode. And um, this is a milestone episode because it's episode 5 million. Alright, uh, this one, philosophy, one of my favourites. Now, I saw a headline in my newsfeed. My newsfeed prompts my episodes half the time. And um, that headline said to me, um, it suggested to me that most philosophy happens in secret. Philosophy is a shadowy business. You know, philosophers are like the Illuminati, except with bad fashion sense. And I really think that's true. I think philosophy has to happen in the shadows. Most of philosophy has to happen in the shadows. And I think there's a reason for that. And I think it's not bad. I think it's a good thing. Uh, because, like yourself, for example, if you see a headline that you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, in all, when you read a headline, unless you are a lemming of some sort, uh, unless you are kind of um, like one of the members of that cult, uh, the Jonestown cult, you know, where, where the cult leader says, drink this poison. <laughs> so you do. Unless you're one of those people. Um, even the most contentious um, ideas that are put in front of you, um, you process them. You can't stop yourself processing them. You know, I, I'm trying to think of the absolute worst idea in history. And, and I'm deliberate, you know. Hitler had no point. Now, if I said that, you know, Hitler did not have a leg to stand on. There was nothing about what Hitler was up to, which was good. All right, that's, that's an easy one. I don't like Hitler, don't worry. Um, now, in, if I were to say that to you, um, or even to myself, you know, immediately, I can't stop myself. I'm saying, maybe that's not true, you know? Not wholly true. Now, that's an important point, not wholly true. Um, I, I think social media can't operate on that level most of the time. Yeah, because shades of grey. Um, okay. Now, um... So, the instant I even question something that's put to me, um, I'm philosophizing inside, in the shadows, in secret. I'm technically being evil, you know? Um, now, you can apply that to anything, you know? Um, now, the, all the obvious ones. Um, me Too. You know, the Me Too movement. Yeah, the very first time I heard about Me Too, the very first time I heard that slogan, uh, my first instinct was, you know, I went straight to that Life of Brian episode. I thought they were having a go at women. You know, I thought this was actually a kind of cruel thing, the idea in the Me Too movement, uh, because the first, you know, before Me Too came along, Me Too meant a false claim in general. In I think it did. 
in the popular intellectual imagination. You know, because um, there was that famous um, scene in Life of Brian. Like, you know, if someone says something and you go, me too, you know, before the Me Too, me too movement, that I think automatically meant that you were probably um, making a false claim if you said Me Too. Uh, you know, Life of Brian, um, uh, the Centurion came around, the Romans came around, um, Jesus and all the other blokes were on the cross, you know, uh, getting crucified, and, um, and, and, and uh, the Romans had decided to set Jesus free. No, it's to set Brian free. There was a guy called Brian on the cross. Yeah, not the same cross as Jesus. No one, they should have shared crosses. Sometimes you had a lot of people you needed to kill. Now, there's an interesting thought I've never had. Why not crucify someone on each side? I have many good ideas all the time. You could string Jesus up and Peter on the other side, upside down. All right, now, um, and um, where's Brian, said the Romans, you know? We're going to release Brian. And then some guy over there, you know, Brian was um, distracted at that point in time, the real Brian, and someone else said, I'm Brian, <laughs> because they wanted to get rescued. And um, and the other, uh, and another person, three crosses down, said, I'm Brian too. <laughs> and I'm Brian, said someone else. What, what, <laughs> said the real Brian, yeah? I'm Brian, you know. <laughs> um, and then someone else said, I'm Brian and so is my mother. <laughs> and so on, and then everyone was claiming to be Brian. And it was basically me too, me too, me too, you know. That's what me too means, normally. But, um, now, I had to go through a process. Now, uh, now, if I had have accepted, you know, the first time I heard me too, and I had have... I, I could have gone either way on that one, couldn't I? Um, no, no, people were telling me, me too means that the claim is probably true. All right. Aha, uh -huh. but the claim is definitely true, almost certainly true, you know. Um, so, um, now, the, the minute I thought about the Life of Brian episode and the, what me too means in the popular imagination, all that sort of stuff, I was going through a philosophical process in my own head. I was being evil in the sense that if I had had that discussion out loud, I would have been in a lot of trouble. Okay, so that's one. Now, um, there's many others, you know. Um, Black Lives Matter, that's a really obvious one. Um, Black Lives Matter, the very first thing that you think in your head is, well, if I was a black person, I, my biggest complaint would be that black lives don't matter enough, you know. So when I heard Black Lives Matter, you know, I went through a process in my head and I was thinking, um, yeah, but do they? You know, they kind of don't, and that's the problem. You know, and the minute you start, and then, but then you had this slogan, Black Lives Matter, which actually I came to learn meant Black Lives Should Matter. You know, that sort of thing. And so on and so forth. You can go through almost any slogan, movement, whatever, but the instant you start questioning something in your head, um, you're being evil, in a way, you know, philosophically. The, you're being like a, a, a philosophical version of the Illuminati. You know how the Illuminati is evil? 
Um, philosophers are evil because they don't automatically accept things they should accept, you know, in the public domain at least. And the, the fact that it's happening in secret, I learned this as a Catholic, you're having impure thoughts. And the minute you're having impure thoughts, you're a bad person. Um, oh, Same-sex marriage debate, for example. Yeah. Now, I'm all for all the good things. There's no doubt about that. But the point is, I first, I process these things. All right, um, women um, marrying women and men marrying men and all that sort of stuff. And people who are non-gendered, non-binary and all that sort of stuff. Um, even non-trinary. Is that a word? Um, now, um... Now, when that whole the same-sex marriage debate came up, oh, now the fact that I didn't—I think with that one, I did instantly say yeah. Yeah, but why did I say yeah instantly? You know, because I think I'd been socially constructed in the modern era to think that yeah, that's a good thing. But I'm sure along the way, years ago, when this first came up, um, same-sex marriage and all that sort of stuff, which would have been probably when I was 25. I don't know. You know, this has been brewing for a long time. Um, you know, back then I'd probably think, oh, hang on, everything I've ever learned up till now, you know, this is when I was, you know, when I was 12, you know, would say that marriage is between a man and a woman and all that sort of stuff. Hmm, so same-sex marriage, is that the right thing to do? Um, blah, blah, blah. Now, when I was thinking like that when I was 12, I actually can't remember this internal dialogue. Um, it's too long ago. Um, I was being evil. So... This is why I think philosophy happens in the shadows. Um, and um, you're having impure thoughts when you're philosoph philosophizing. And I think that's very interesting um, because people, um, you know, they often, uh, it's all about, this, you know, it's what you say in the public domain is one thing, but I think everybody, even the best people are questioning everything. You know, maybe they end up thinking all the good things, but um, I think everybody is um, evil. Um, I think the real problem is um, um, expressing your thought processes out loud. That's evil. You've got to do it in secret. And I don't. I think there's nothing wrong with doing it in secret. Well, there's something wrong with doing it. Um, but this is where we're divided against ourselves, as Plato might say. I don't know if that's the right thing. But, um, yeah. Uh, now, here comes the interesting thing. What if you and a good friend, and you're both philosophers, sort of thing, you know, amateur philosophers, amateur philosophers, what if the two of you in secret meet to discuss some of these things? Is that an evil secret Illuminati-style meeting? Now, that's an interesting thing, because I think if, whether it's evil or not, it's um, the sort of thing that should take place. Bottom line is, philosophy, most of philosophy can't happen in the open. Yeah, it's a shadowy business, philosophy. And I, I bet you I could go through just about every example of things that in the public domain are true. And, 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 and I bet you if I knew you, whoever you are on the other end of this phone, um, watching this, well, you're not probably. Um, I'll bet you you do that too. You know, no matter what good thing is proposed as a truth, what was that thing that I saw on the newsfeed that prompted all of this? It was, you can't tell a victim what racism is. Now, that's interesting. Now, because the philosopher, as soon as I read that, now, the instant I read that, I started questioning that headline.
and I was going, and then I said to myself, the, the inner dialogue that's going on here is evil. Because that headline said you can't, basically it said you can't question this. You can't question racism. If you hear a story about what racism is from a victim of racism, then um, you can't question that. That's what that means. You can't tell a victim what racism is. Now, can you ask the victim what racism is? The act of asking can be very bad too. I, I won't go into that, but it's true. You know, even people who say, listen, can we chat about this? You are evil because we know what your game is in asking that. You know, you want to, you want to discuss it because you, you want to, you want to um, chip away at this truth. You know what I mean? So no, we will not, this is not to be discussed. You know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is when I read that headline, an inner dialogue happened. Now, if I were to ring a friend right now, who I know is, has an inquiring mind and all that sort of stuff, and say, oh, I want to talk about this headline um, that I read. You can't tell a victim what racism is, and we have a good 30-minute chat about that. Is that an evil phone call? Imagine someone tapped that phone call, it can be done these days, and released it to our employers. That, that discussion could get both of us sacked. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Because we're still having the discussion, and even if we're not, in our heads we are. We are all evil, if we think.